morning, encouragers. Welcome to the Encourage Her podcast. Season three is here. Holy girl summer. Welcome to a summer full of developing habits to become more holy. Let's not worry so much about the exterior this summer. Let's focus on our interior. Let's be whole and healthy. I can't wait to get started. Welcome to season three. Aline? Yes. Hey, it's Joe. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Ladies, I'd love to introduce you to my friend Aline. She is a nutrition coach and a chef. And when I was thinking about this whole series, just Holy Girl Summer and caring for our temples, we, as I've already stated, you know, we really want to give you practical tools on how to pursue your holiness, because we realize this idea of holiness might sound really big, maybe even unattainable. It might trigger feelings of inadequacy or perfectionism, and we don't want any of that. We want to give you some real tools to just help you pursue our holy God. And um, we're all in process of doing that. And when we're thinking about holiness, we don't want to neglect the temple meaning our bodies, it is important and we have a duty. So I just wanted to start off before we start chatting with Aline about her tool, her practical tool to pursuit holiness. um, I want to read you a scripture and I'm going to start us off in 1 Corinthians 6. um, Let's see where I'm at. 6, 19. And it says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And Aline, when I thought of this, I thought of you because you work in this field. You know, you are in nutrition and we're called to take care of our bodies. And we're not, you know, asked to compartmentalize that piece of our life out. And sometimes we do do that. Um, And so I think it's healthy to talk about it. And when I thought of you, I just knew you were the perfect person for the job. So I'm just so grateful for your time. I know you're super busy, but I'm so glad you're here. Oh, wonderful. Well, I love what you're doing with this whole series. So I'm excited to be part of it. Well, thank you. I can't wait for the ladies to hear from you. So when we're thinking about a practical pursuit of holiness, we want to give the ladies a tool. What is your tool that you use um, to pursue holiness and even in your profession? Yeah, so um, it, it might sound overly simplistic, but it, it's it's really um, whole food, um, kind of in the terms that you're sharing here in this series, pure food, if we could kind of label it from that perspective. And um, over the years, because of advertising and marketing and just so many products on the grocery store shelves, we've really lost a connection, and I include myself in this certainly as well, with um, how food is, what what food is designed to do for our body. Um, Right now, so much of it is satisfying hunger and cravings, and it's just what's going to be the most decadent and appealing thing. And we can develop a very different relationship with food because of that. 
Um, and because of my own personal journey, I was, um, I grew up getting debilitating migraines. I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis in 2016. Um, having the background of a nutrition coach, I really turned to food to remind myself of, wait a minute, this is another tool that God has given us through the um, harvest that we get in nature to support our body. So from a personal perspective, I really started looking at food as a way to heal my body. But whether somebody has a illness or an ailment, just the opportunity to get back to eating some real whole foods that are designed to support our bodies. I love that. And I love when we think about um, Ali and I were able to share a 12 week study with Beth Moore called Chasing Vines. And it, I love how you said harvest because he is our gardener. He is our vine dresser, right? He's created all these things for us already way in advance. Um, I just love that you said that. And then I love that you used the word heal. I saw this definition recently, or maybe it, more of an acronym, but it took the word healthy. And have you seen this? And it broke it down to heal thyself. Yes. Oh, I just thought that's what it's about. Right. So I totally love what you're saying. A hundred percent. Yeah. And as you were saying, like he's, he's created all of this food for us and one of the things I learned early on in my nutrition studies, which just blew my mind, and I continue to get excited about is with nature, there are three harvests, there's spring, summer and fall. And God has given us different foods at different times of year to support our body in that environment and in that time of year. So in the springtime, we get a lot of detoxifying, alkalizing foods to support us after um, kind of quote unquote hibernating in wintertime or having some more heavier warming foods in wintertime. Summertime is a lot of the, um, the fruits that we get. And that's because we have more active lifestyles then. We're out in the hot summer heat. So it's supporting us during that time. And then we go into the fall and that's when we have more of those grounding root vegetables that um, not only help us to transition from a busy summer to a it's kind of like slower winter pace, but they're also um, those foods happen to be really supportive to our immune system, which is helping us as we go into cold and flu season. So when I started to understand God has this all planned out for us. Like he did all of the work for us. And we just got a little, um, in my opinion, overwhelmed with all of the different trends and diets and all these different approaches to food. But when we take it back to its simplest form of just returning to eating more real, pure foods. Mm. Yeah. And I love that you said the simplest form. It's like back to the start, right? Back to his original design. And, yeah. you know, it said in the harvest, like in, in the Garden of Eden, you know, there was bountiful, you know, fruit and produce and they were set up, you know, um, they didn't even, they wouldn't even have had to work before the fall. Like it was just there for them. And it's just incredible that he's given us that. And I love that, that you said that. And one thing I wanted to mention 
is, you know, when we start talking about these things, we realize it can trigger some people because it can feel a little overwhelming. Um, and I'll speak for myself when I think about, and I love that you owned it also that you are yourself guilty of this. Like we can just get so wrapped up and forget. Um, and we're surrounded by these on the shelf foods that are quick and easy and convenient and yummy and salty <laughs> and all the things we like um, that we forget this, this basic, you know, beautiful food that's been given to us. But on top of that, it can almost feel like daunting to eat pure and to think about eating pure. It almost feels to me at times like a full-time job, you know, which is so wild because it's, it's basic. Um, but so what is, what I want to hear from you is like, what does this look like practically? You know, it's not about perfection. We know that, but how do you pursue this in a practical way? How does that work for you? Yeah, it's, it definitely can be daunting and overwhelming. And I always say, and I'm a nutrition coach. Like, <laughs> right. This is my field. And there have been many moments along the way where I'm like, okay, how, how are we going to make this work? And not, as you were saying, like not consume my whole day to day life of normalcy. Yeah. But in that sense of normalcy, I want to support my body with these healthier foods. Um, so for me, as I mentioned, a lot of the journey um, with kind of transitioning some of these foods started from um, the health challenges that I had. So when I was young, it was with migraines um, and then later addressing the MS. But again, whether there's an ailment or diagnosis or not, it's really just simply looking at the, what are you having on a day-to-day -day basis now? And how can you start adding just a little bit more um, real foods into it? So it doesn't, if, hey, if somebody is super inspired to like go all in on like a whole 30, where you eat nothing but whole foods for 30 days, go for it. Some yeah. people like love that fresh start, a big overhaul. For other people, they're like, I just, I don't have the time. I don't have the capacity to do that. Right. It doesn't have to be that dramatic change. But what happens in the body is when you start reintroducing some of these more whole foods, like fruits and vegetables, right? Um, it's, it can be easier of, I often say like, what's the um, vegetable that you like the most? Or perhaps it's maybe, which is the vegetable that you hate the least? <laughs> <laughs> start incorporating that in um, just get one more serving in a day than you did the day before, or maybe you have one more glass of water than you did yesterday. Um, so for me, this has been an evolution over the years and it wouldn't have worked for me if I tried to do it all at once, but by slowly starting to chip away at it, what happened is I started to realize, okay, when I eat these foods, I don't feel good. I, I don't, they either trigger migraines for me or fatigue or brain fog or digestive issues or just don't feel good. Right. Yeah. Um, so I started to make that connection of, okay, these foods make me feel like this. I don't like feeling like this. So what can I do to change it? And then when I started to just make less room for the foods that didn't make me feel good and started to make more room on my plate for the ones that were making me feel good, it felt like less of a tug of war 
because it there was less resistance because I was having compassion with myself throughout the process. Mm. It more was just like, oh, okay, like what vegetable am I going to try this week? I want to try and get one new vegetable at the grocery store each week. Or like what's one new way that I can make cauliflower this week? <laughs> I what? love mashed cauliflower. It's simple and it tastes good. And I don't feel like I'm eating a vegetable, but my body gets all of the benefits from it. Yeah. So um, I definitely had a lot of compassion with myself along the way, knowing that it's going to be a messy journey. But at least if I was trying my best each day in whatever situation that looked like, um, I started to feel better in my body. And that became my motivator of continuing on that path. It wasn't about the scale. It wasn't even about like fitting in the jeans or like any of that. Yep. It really brought me back to how do I feel in my body? And it became so empowering knowing that through the foods I was eating, I could start to have better energy, feel more at home in my body mm. and just be more at ease. And that certainly then changes your experience with your day to day life, like how you show up in the world. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Like we always say, God's given each of us a race to run. And when you think about a runner, they train, they fuel their body with the right thing so they can run their best race. And when you translate that spiritually, what do we need to do, right? We need to care for our temples so we can run our race. It is a part of the process. And I love that you're talking about how it's not about the scale. It's not about these, you know, I, I understand why you see in the world all these transformation stories of people's bodies changing when they work out. And I appreciate that. I mean, I'm a gym rat. You know this. I get that whole thing. I understand the victory of that truly. But I love when I see those non-scale transformation stories because there's so much more than weight you know it's dropping the weight of expectation it's dropping the weight of being hard on yourself oh there's so much to transforming your body but certainly part of it is what we eat literally just the foods we put in and I love that you just brought it right home to the, the most important thing, right? It's, it's how you feel. It's how you can live life. It's how you can show up for others. We're called to love others. So if we're feeling grumpy and, you know, brain foggy and fatigued, it's hard to love people well when you're feeling that way. It's hard to love yourself, right? So Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So and I... I know a lot of, um, with the coaching that I do, uh, one of the very first things that um, we focus on is um, why you want to be healthy or why you want to make changes because exactly as you're saying, like, it's not just, I want to quote unquote be healthy or I want, you know, this weight or whatever it may be. It's what do you want to do with that health in your life? And whether that is, you know, like spending more time with the family or, you know, connecting more with the people in your church and in your community, but it, we have a purpose and God has a plan for all of us. And I personally have found I show up much better for that when I'm taking care of my body. So yeah, it's not just about like, again, counting things. It's about fueling our body so that we feel our best, we can show up each day um, and yeah, fulfill our purpose. Yeah. 
And you had touched on the idea of just a slow, you know, one step at a time, one thought at a time, one veggie at a time. And I love that too. Kind of takes the pressure off a little bit and it feels more doable, uh, very practical. And I've definitely seen that in my own life, just slowly eliminating some foods and replacing them with others as simple as like, for our family, we got rid of, um, you know, white pastas and white bread and we slowly brought in whole wheat. And now that's just a staple. So it was a kind of a habit, if you will, of eating the, and for our family, that's not to say that's the same for everybody, but for us, that was just one thing that makes us feel better. And um, even like less bread for us feels better, but it was a habit that we had to kind of break and start a new habit. And now we have a habit of eating whole wheat or gluten-free or whatever. Um, but it was slow and steady. And it was one thing, one pasta at a time, you know? Um, so I'd love that. Now, with all this said, you know, it, it helps us feel better by eating more pure foods. Um, it helps us run our race more effectively. We feel clearer um, in so many ways. How do you think that translates to keeping us pure? Like, do you see that um, helping us either stay holy or pure in mind, body, or spirit? Where do you see that pure foods impacting that? I think it's kind of all of the above um, because, because they are so interconnected. I mean, I know, again, I'll just take um, my example with um, having the debilitating migraines growing up. I, I couldn't feel, I, I didn't feel like I could do what I wanted to do in a day when I'm stuck in bed and getting physically sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when I was able to change those foods, it helped to eliminate the migraines and better manage them moving forward. And then I had better energy. So with that, I was able to show up with a clearer mind for, you know, for work, or if I am, I like to start each morning, um, as many of you and your listeners do um, with time in the word. And I know when I'm feeling better, not only like, let's just kind of like forget migraines for a second, just feeling more at ease, like I've had a better night's sleep. And therefore, I can show up better for my prayer time in the morning. I'm more at ease in my body. I feel more comfortable. And then I feel like I'm able to kind of drop into that time a little bit easier. So um, I, I just think that there's such a deep connection there with those three, with that mind, body, and spirit. And the reminder that food has the ability to create a ripple effect with it, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just one veggie or one bite is going to have this big transformation and setting that expectation of just like, I'm just going to try this and I'm going to see where it goes. But, you know, as we were saying, like, just try one new thing. And then in time, you really do start to realize it, it being infused in every area of your life. I hear from so many people who say, um, I, I don't know when my like healthy eating started. Like it, it didn't feel like I was ever starting a diet. It mm -hmm. just was something that I did one step at a time. And now here I am having not realized how bad I felt before. Yeah. Because it wasn't until I felt as good as I do now realized how bad I was feeling before. 
and I'm just excited to keep this going. This is just a new lifestyle for me. So mm -hmm. it's not something that they're clinging to for, you know, like 30 days or three months or whatever it is. It's just your, as you're saying, like it's, it's new habits. It's just, it's yeah. that change of, okay, we're going to take out the white pasta and we're going to try some whole wheat pasta this week. Right. Ah, it's not as like soft as we would like it to be, but let's try it. You know, one word, let's try cooking it a different way or a new sauce or whatever it may be. But when you're approaching it from a place of curiosity um, and once you start it, then as I'm sure you found, you're starting to see different recipes and more willing to try just, just one. Mm -hmm. And it, it just, it builds that momentum. So it's really just getting it started allowing the momentum to kind of move you forward and then starting to see it again being infused in all areas of your life and that's what keeps it going as well absolutely it's like little i always like the expression like the micro wins equal macro gains it's those little decisions you know those little changes over time right little decisions with a plus time equals big change and I love that. I think that slow and steady approach is so much healthy. And I do think it's more whole because I like these challenges. I, you know, I love a challenge, but and I don't <laughs> mind. Sometimes I feel God saying to me, like, just fast for a day. Sometimes I do those things like cleansing. And there's just those weekends where I felt like oh, I just wasn't focused. I'm just going to eat really clean on Monday just to feel better. I definitely have those short increment cleanses and things I do, but or fast. But overall, just I think it's what you're saying is so much more successful if you can just look at it as not so daunting, not about perfection. It's just about progress. And we're always continuing to progress. Um, and, you know, we're going to have those moments where we fail. That's part of the journey, right? Um, so yeah. And if I could just say on that note, when it doesn't feel like you're committed to something that's like super rigid, when you have those times where you're like, oh, that didn't go quite as planned <laughs> um, or you're on a road trip and somehow you end up at McDonald's or like whatever it may be when you're looking at it of just like, all right, I'm just trying my best each and every day. It feels less pressure or maybe less guilt, or I don't know what the word would be. It's probably different for each person, but when those um, didn't go as planned moments happen, you're like, okay, that was one thing. Pay attention to the results. Like, how did you feel when you eat when you ate that? Oh, I'm reminded that just as I'm reminded when I eat good foods that feel good in my body, I'm reminded when I have those moments of like, oh, I kind of reverted back or whatever it may be. Pay attention to the results. Like, oh, I've never realized how these make me feel. All right let's start again. Like, it's just, it's, it's one moment. It doesn't feel like the wheels completely fell off and everything's done then. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Life is not over. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So, I mean, we could talk forever. We could talk all day about this because I know this is just your passion also. And something that I am totally working on. I always say nutrition is my weakest link. <laughs> I feel like I've got the exercise down. I'm trying really hard to be in the word every day, you know, my mind, I try to read, but nutrition is always what I'm working on, I would say. Um, so I appreciate it. I've really heard what you said today um, and just so appreciate your time. And as we're closing, um, is there anything else you would want to add or any last thoughts regarding pure foods? Um, I guess 
Uh, two things, though. One, just because we're in the season now, um, it, it depends upon you know where the listeners are tuning in from. But there's a lot of farmers markets now that um, we can get out to and really see some of those whole foods and get an opportunity to connect with the farmers who are growing them. So if that feels like a fun little activity that you can kind of um, do on the weekend or start getting connected to the foods that are in harvest at that season. That can be a fun thing. And then um, if I do have some simple, simple, simple recipes, um, a few on my website that if anybody is interested, like I mentioned the mashed collie, if that's something where you're like, what is she talking about? But <laughs> I'm up for trying a new way of having cauliflower that sounds good. Um, I have them on my website so they can, um, any of your viewers can certainly um, check them out as well. Awesome. That's fantastic. And ladies listening, um, I will put Aline's information in the show notes. You can check out her website if you want to reach out to her. Maybe she said something and you just want to process more with her or you have a question. Um, we would love for you to connect with her. And let's just remember, you know, it's mind, body and spirit. And our body is not our own. God gave us our bodies. It is a gift. And we house the Holy Spirit. So we have a responsibility to take care of it. Again, it's not about perfection. It's not about the scale. It's about being whole and healthy as we pursue holiness. So Aline, thanks so much for your time today. And we will talk to you soon. I look forward have to it. Thank day. you. All righty. Have a great day. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I pray it encouraged you. And now get out there and be a woman who encourages her. Did you think of someone while you listen to this podcast? Share it with her. Help us spread the mission. You can also go onto our website, www.encourageher.net to find resources and even apparel to help you encourage her. Have a fantastic Monday, and we'll see you again next week.